Welcome back, folks, to the Texan and Mexican podcast with your host, Juan and Jaime. Today, this episode is brought to you by Freedom. Freedom. Exercise it. Protect it. Fight for it. Don't let people tread on it. And definitely don't sacrifice your freedoms for safety and this delusional stuff going on about people's feelings or whatever leads to tyranny. All right. All right. Let's move on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good sponsorship. Only in America. Freedom. Yeah. Um, damn, it's been hot lately. Yes. One. But you were telling me, and I didn't notice, uh, that... Canada and Seattle are experiencing triple digit weather and that is yeah. that's unheard of, right? Yeah, they've never Well, from what I heard, like Seattle had like a new record high of all time. Which yeah. is what? One oh four? I think it was one oh four, one oh three. But it was on triple digits. It, it broke like one hundred, yeah. From what I heard on the on the radio. And the guy was from Seattle. Mm-hmm. He was like, Oh, my apartment over there, people don't use AC because you have I like a cold breeze so you just open up the window and you let the breeze in and it cools down your house but he was like but right now it's like hot yeah <laughs> and no one has no one uses ac over there so they're holy crap they're buying dude. the portable ac units and you know no st- no company up in washington mm-hmm. is carrying a lot of those <laughs> so probably barely anybody got any yeah but uh, that's crazy though Dude, that is crazy. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, because, man, if it's 100 degrees outside, inside your apartment, it's a little bit hotter than that. Yeah. Like, good night. But I wonder how good their, you know, insulation is. Because they're built for, like, I don't know. I know California, they're not built, like, here in Texas because it doesn't get hot or cold over there. It's, like, 70 degrees all year round. Oh, in California? Also, yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if Seattle is something like that. It, yeah, because I mean they're so far north. That's damn near Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if they have like cold winters, so they have. Oh yeah, they have brutal winters. I mean, plus, insulation. they always have cloudy rain weather too. Yeah, uh, like majority of the year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's got to be a real f- fuckery for all of them up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I hope they stay cool. Uh, shit ain't no joke, man. Come nope. from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> It is hard to cool down. It is easier to warm up. Yeah. It is. But, uh, yeah, especially uh, now, like, gold places. And you can see, mm-hmm. like, you can tell the age on certain buildings. Yeah. Especially the AC units. Yes. The, it has to run even more. You waste more electricity. Yeah, because it's not blowing cold enough. Or, yeah, I'm thinking about having ours checked just to make yeah. sure. I mean, it blows cold, but... Uh, the heat's brutal. I mean, this building we're in, it was built in yeah. 1980, so, like, you know, what can you expect? And the patio door, <laughs> I swear, it's still the 1980 door. <laughs> it is so flimsy. Like, the glass is, like, paper thin. Mm-hmm. Like, I guarantee you, if you were to put your... If you were to lean into that patio, my patio door, you're going through it. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding, because I tested it when <laughs> we like, first Ooh. moved in, and it, it bends. Ooh. Like, I was like, woo. It's and my ready. girlfriend freaked out and yelled at me, get off it! <laughs> I was like, I was just testing it. Just <laughs> testing it. I was like, damn, can you imagine just leaning against this on accident and falling through and glasses enters your jugular and Oof. that's it. You bleed out on the patio. You're done for. Yeah. 
It's like, yep. So I was like, babe, stay away from that. Don't <laughs> lean on this. She's like, you're the one doing it, idiot. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was just trying to give you an example why we don't do that. (laughs) Just trying to look out for you. But, uh, and then you were saying, uh, in Canada, 104. Yeah. That's crazy, dude, because they're really fucking far up north. Yeah. Like, crazy. Because I remember going to Canada, to Niagara Falls a few years ago. And, uh, the, it was middle of summer, too. Mm -hmm. And I think it was July, late July. Uh, and the hottest it was was like, I think twenty two, twenty three degrees Celsius. Yeah. Like what is that? Like seventy mm. something. I think so. Yeah, it's like in the seventies, I believe. Yeah, it's perfect weather, and that was in the summer. Yeah. And then right now it's July first, and they're getting hit with one hundred four. Like what particular area in Canada, or is it like most of Canada? That I couldn't tell you. Oh, okay. Just kind of I think it's a particular it. area Yeah. for that guy that was talking about it. Oh, the guy on TikTok? Yeah. Here, send that to me. I'll play it <laughs> for the listeners. kind of funny because uh, Juan was showing me before we started this episode, a guy was uh, making fun of, I guess, himself as Canadians, yeah. like something about... Hey, Texas, remember when we uh, accidentally gave you our winter storm in February? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry about that. Can you take back your heat <laughs> or something like that? It was pretty funny. It's real short. All right. Is that you? Yes. Oh, yes. All right, here we go. Here we go. I want to see about Canada weather. Okay. All right. Me Meantime, that. I'll play the TikTok video for the listeners. Got it? Mm-hmm. If it loads up. Wow. That's so weird when, like, most of the website loads up instantly and then there's, like, oh. that <laughs> five-second wait for the rest of it. All right. And I'm on Wi-Fi. <laughs> Take your weather back. Maybe if we'll... What is it? The little statement on the bottom. Maybe if we apologize, they'll take it back. Yeah. Hashtag sorry. <laughs> hashtag heat. Hashtag weather. This is uh, at the mage 1028. And here we go. Hey, Texas. It's Canada here. Do you remember that time that we accidentally left some of our weather in your backyard? We're really, really sorry about the blizzard. And it's 40 degrees in Canada right now. Can can you come take your weather back? Meaning please? it's 104. We're really, really sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Oh, Jesus. But yeah, by the looks of it, some parts of Canada hit 118 degrees. What? Uh, Where? All-time high of 121 degrees set in British Columbia on Tuesday, which is... That's that the west, west or west central. Yeah. Or isn't, this, isn't that in the center somewhere of Canada? Yeah, I think so. I want to say it's like in the center or more in the west center. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's in the west. There's a picture right here. But yeah... It, it's a pretty big chunk. Damn, yeah, that is a big chunk. Because British Columbia is a big area. Yeah. Because that's like their province, right? Like yeah, our, it's like the west. To our states. Yeah, it's the west side of... Oh, so yeah. it is the west coast. Yeah. Okay. That's that was, crazy, okay, huh? I was right. Phoenix that's was 121. Sure. Vegas was 117. Well, Phoenix, is, that's normal. <laughs> well, that's an all-time high. Oh, really? For Phoenix, yeah. Oh, well, I think 110 is pretty normal there. Because I'm... Because people talk about it, like being in Phoenix, Arizona, right? Yeah, it's like one. Like nobody stays outside. 
Like it, you're literally running from building to building or your car. Yeah. Constantly chasing the AC. It's it's weird the weather over there. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, I wouldn't. I can't do that. I I don't know. It feels like the same as here. I think here it's a bit stronger. Because <laughs> of humidity. Yeah. The moisture. It's a bit dry. So you yeah, walk outside. It's a different kind you don't, of heat. It doesn't hit. Like when you walk out here, it hits you. Yeah, you, you feel like you, you feel like you like stepped in a pool of heat. Yeah, because all that moisture. You in walk Texas. outside, and it takes a while for you to heat up a little. <laughs> yeah, Phoenix, you kind of feel the sun, but the air around you is not like have heavy and moisture, yeah. so you don't feel like you got a blanket on you. Yeah, pretty much. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point observation. Yeah, Damn. Crazy. The climate. The climate. It's been crazy. Yeah, and climate change is real. I don't know. I mean, f- f- regardless of human activity, I don't know. I don't. I don't have my. I don't have two cents in that category. Other than <laughs> the world does fucking change on its yeah. own. I mean, we had an ice age, at least like multiple times, right? Yeah, at least twice from what I know. Worldwide floods, worldwide fires, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Volcanoes, like you know, there's been a lot of shit that's happened and. Yeah, Earth recovers. Earth's gonna be fine. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, do it's the living doing. beings yeah. that are gonna get fucked. <laughs> I feel like we're just speeding up the process for the next. Yeah, with all the pollution. Yeah, and yeah, and you know what? Like, I'm not like that. That makes sense to me. Like, I'm not a scientist, or and I'm. I find it weird that people are just like, ah, oh, we didn't cause this. Ah, and they're like, there's this. They're taking a side on it. Yeah, and it's like, what are you? Well, first of all, most are all not scientists, mm-hmm. so I don't understand how we're taking sides here. Right. Other than once again, American politics dumbs down the population with politicizing it. Yeah, like that's, uh, that's so. American politics are such poison. Yeah, pretty much. They're such poison. But uh, uh, but yeah, yeah. Other than that, I think that's the reason why people do that. But it's like. It's like, dude, the world's going to change regardless of human activity or not. It's going to change. Mm-hmm. Like, Florida is not guaranteed to be there. No. For, for, like, the next thousand years. Nope, it is not. And even even to go farther than that, like, no country in the world right now is guaranteed to be here a hundred years from now. Not even us. No. Like, anything can happen. Shit, civil wars... Too much wars, too many enemies invading, you know, et cetera. Like kind of what happened to Western Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. There's too much corruption from within. Too much money got hoarded from all the, for all ever, for most citizens to actually make a decent living, something yeah. like that. And then on top of that, you got barbarians just constantly invading from all sides. And then people were just, you know, you know, there's no country anymore. Like, nope. and then it, that's literally what happens. And and yeah, all my goofy fucking rants I've been doing about the state of this country on this podcast of ours, uh, that's pretty much what I'm point, trying to point out. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I get a little carried away. <laughs> I do recognize that. And sometimes I say shit that I'm like, fuck. I fi- found out later, I'm like, oh, I was wrong about that one particular thing. Yeah. Like, but it's fine. Either way, yeah, I'm, I'm a human being. I make mistakes, just <laughs> like the rest of you. At least we recognize our mistakes. <laughs> right, right. And like so many weirdos, like liberal journalists. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, there's other 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 people on the other side of journalism that are crazy, but no one holds a candle to liberal journalism right now, <laughs> like on craziness and biases. Bias them. 
Is that a thing? Yeah. Fucking spam. Spam. And I forgot to silence my phone, man. Like the food. What is spam? that? Like the tenth time already? That's okay. That was the first I, one. I know. I mean, like episode wise. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's fucking crazy. I mean, what do you think? Uh, Yeah, I think the climate is changing. But I feel like remember when the blizzard happened here? Mm -hmm. I forgot who said. I know it was a famous person. They were like, "Oh, global warming. Uh, Where is it now? Like, we need some of that." When it was Texas, I forgot who said it, but someone did. Was it like a politician or something? Is that where you're getting at? I want to say it was a politician. I just don't remember. Someone with great influence. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, like it doesn't work like that. (laughs) Like, I know it's climate change. Stupid. (laughs) Like the uh, we don't know what it could be. Like super cold winters and then super hot summers. Like it it varies. Don't know. And and by the way, when the when the world's going through a change, it it's gonna do unpredictable wild shit yeah. like this. Just like now with the Seattle and Canada, like that that's still that's just baffling me. I'm just like, whoa, I never thought that yeah. would especially Yeah, even Seattle. I mean, they're that's basically Canada. I mean, look how much rain we got here. It's like mm-hmm. not something common. Yeah, last few a- months, last couple mm-hmm. months there was this mainly rain here. Like it almost felt like a Seattle situation yeah. here. And that's funny and Seattle's getting all the triple digit weather yeah. now. I mean, we got triple digit too. What is this? It's been like Oh, well, it's been no, at least high it, 90s. Yeah, I don't think we've hit triple yet. I don't think so either. That's crazy. I wonder like if it's going to change with like tornadoes, hurricanes, tsunamis, like, if that's going to take effect too. Oh, that's a good point. Like or Good thing to ponder on, like, uh, like what is it? Oklahoma's considered tornado alley. What mm-hmm. if that shifts? And it goes because the atmosphere is changing, or whatever, whatever causes that to be tornado alley to begin with. What if all of a sudden it moves up one state? What is yeah. what's above them? Kansas, I think so. Kansas, yeah. Nebraska. All of a sudden, Kansas becomes the new tornado alley, and then Oklahoma just becomes normal. Yeah, and then somehow Texas becomes cooler, like you know, shit like that. But who knows? That'd be crazy. Yeah, Let's but. No surprise. It's just like you know, was it back in two thousand seven? I remember. I remember it vividly because it happened on the week of my birthday, the first week of March. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in two thousand seven, we had a snowstorm. Yeah, there was snow on the ground in in March in Texas. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was yeah. like that's super rare. And I was like, this is pretty cool. My birthday there's snow. <laughs> like uh, that's pretty cool. Like <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was cool, man. But uh. I always yeah. like my dog at the time, Woofy. Woofy. Go out and play in the snow yeah. with them. Got to do that with your pets if you got them. No. They love it. Yeah, even the cats. Those that snow was like three days tops, not like the one we had over here. It lasted like a week. Whew. Well, yeah. Was it like February? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that this like one? three days? Yeah. Yeah. No, the one from 2007. Wasn't yeah, it like yeah. That days? was a whole week. That was a whole week too. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. It was most of the week. Most of the week. Yeah, because I remember going, damn, I can't believe most of the first week is this snow. Oh, really? Like, oh, yeah. Because I, I remember it, there was still snow on my birthday, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> it's like, damn. But yeah, but yeah I mean, cool. after that first week of March, it fucking cleared up like it never happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it looked like spring's been there for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Good old Texas weather. I know. You don't I mean, so You leave the house, you don't know if you should fucking have a jacket or, or umbrella or whatnot <laughs> right like you can leave the house cold and come home hot or vice versa yeah like that's weird too you leave the house it's nice and nice and cool weather and then 
you, by the time you get home from work, it's like fucking freezing balls for some reason. Yeah. It's like, it gets freaky like that in Texas. I mean, we're so used to it. It's just so, so random. <laughs> Other people are getting a little hint of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're getting the old variety pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, it's, yeah, it's like, you know, one day, I bet one day California won't be as this 70 degrees thing. I mean, especially if it, that big earthquake earthquake yeah. ever happens like so many experts claim to mm-hmm. like in, in california breaks up into a bunch of small islands or something like yeah That'd be intense probably just be a bunch of tropical islands then yeah <laughs> probably close to hawaii just the weather between. just stays the same no matter what somehow yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah it's fucking crazy 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 yes. well uh one of we ran into uh uh, co-worker or you know ex-co-worker she used to work with us until what two months ago mm-hmm. and uh she's one of the ones she got vaccinated pretty quick and one okay. of the main reasons why she did it was the airlines she's she took american airlines mm-hmm. uh to north carolina to see her family oh but yeah, yeah, yeah they it, they said you had to have the vaccine passport or ID or whatever. What yeah, is that called? It's a, card. It's it's a, a card, card that shows that you're vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she was telling me, we, we both saw her today. She came in to say hi real quick with her cute little little baby girl. <laughs> Got a little scratch on her face fighting her brother over a dinosaur toy or something. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's why she had that scratch on her face. But uh, uh, she was telling me, yeah, she's like, uh, she had a friend where at the same time she went to North Carolina, she took Southwest to California, and Southwest didn't do that to her. Yeah. But then, I guess just in the last couple of weeks, she her same friend tried to go back to California to see family mm-hmm. uh, on Southwest. And I, the, from what she was saying, I guess she somehow her friend didn't know they're they're checking for vaccine pa- uh, uh, ID now. Yeah. And so she didn't know until she, the day of, to try to board the plane to go. Oh. And they fucking turned her away because she didn't have one. Like, dude, that's crazy. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. but that's just pure anti-freedom. I'm not, I don't have the freedom to travel anywhere because I don't have a mark. That's basically what you're saying, right? Yeah. Like, what's... An ID, yeah. Yeah, how, like, you might as well put a barcode on me or something. Yeah. Like, uh, I know it's and people. Oh, it's crazy. It's exaggerating, <laughs> but no, nah, it's kind of similar in ways. Like that's how it starts. Yeah, I mean, I can't. What's next? I can't drive out of Texas into Oklahoma without some kind of fucking identification. Maybe that's not freedom. I know. I know. That's they asked me for my green card too. Freaking trash. No, really? Kidding, no. <laughs> oh, I was like, damn. Now, if you drive to California, there's checkpoints where they ask you for. Well, that yeah. makes sense because <laughs> California is a big uh, hub spot yeah. for illegal immigrant. No, anti freedom there too. Yeah, <laughs> no, <it's good. laughs> let's look at the real problem here. Yeah. No, it's good. <laughs> no, but, but yeah, that's but that's crazy. But the reason why I bring up her is like she was telling me she got the Moderna Moderna, Moderna vaccine, yeah. and she was telling me she this is how she started the conversation about vaccines with me. She's like. I was like, she was like, did you get the vaccine? And I was like, uh, immediately I told her, no, I don't plan on getting it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's all I said. And I was just waiting to see where she was going with it. And then she was like, okay, good, because I'm, I'm going around telling people and warning people don't get it. Oh, really? Because I got it a, pretty quick mm-hmm. when they first came out. 
and she's had nothing but health problems since. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, yeah, you didn't get to talk to her as long as I did. I talked to her for a good 15 minutes. Oh, I really? Think. Yeah. And uh, she was telling me she has painful chest. Her the area of her front of her chest is just so painful at times, mm-hmm. and she thought she had breast cancer. Oh, so she went to go get checked, and they come back and said, "No, you don't have breast breast cancer. You have an enlarged heart." Yeah, she said she's never had that any of these problems that she's going through s- until the vaccine. Oh, okay, and you know this is her words, not mine. Uh, and who am I to? I would hurt. I'm not gonna say she's lying. Like yeah. I believe her, and uh, and she's just talking about you know like not just a couple of weeks ago she felt really sick out of nowhere for like a day for no reason, hmm. something like that, or maybe yeah. it was like a whole week, but she didn't even know if she, maybe it was something else, or she wasn't sure if it was because of vaccine, because now you know she's like paranoid about it. Uh, okay. But yeah, she said she's never had any of these problems. Uh. And somehow she her her heart enlarged, and so now she's got that. So her heart's pumping too much. Yeah. Right. So that's what she was telling me. I was like, I was like, oh my god. So you're you're stuck with high blood pressure out of nowhere, right? Not necessarily. Oh no. No. I was just guessing. I don't. Oh, you can have it sometimes. But enlarged heart, and I mean, well, I mean, there's probably a chance that that was happening to her, and she didn't know until now because mm-hmm. she finally got it checked but but she honestly believes it's because of vaccine and because there's all these other symptoms all these other problems i can't really remember right now that she was telling me yeah about that she's like i i've never felt like basically this is what she said in the conversation she's like i've never had this many problems in my life until after the vaccine okay after the first dose did, did she specify or no, she dose. yeah she got she got both doses because oh, okay. she had to get it for the flight for the flight oh yeah. okay so she got both okay yeah and uh right I'm assuming you got to get both right if you're gonna get oh, on a flight I don't, I don't know depends on the airline I think but uh yeah I mean what she said she had to get fully vaccinated so I'm gonna assume that means both Shots. doses right or one dose depending yeah. which one you get yeah yeah that's the Moderna one I don't know I don't look into these vaccines because <laughs> I deemed them not necessary for me I just I don't know. I'm just pretty healthy. Yeah. And I've been around people that actually had COVID with no mask, both of us no mask, and I never got it. It's I don't know, it's strange, but uh yeah, it's just like cuz what I told her is like the reason why I I'm not getting a vaccine never in the history of the world is the world that you develop a vaccine within 12 months and then distribute it massively into the population mm-hmm. without going through a minimum of what three years of trials yeah something like that yeah like not everybody's going to be the same have the same reaction to this shit so Mm -hmm. you and that's what she was saying she said she feels like we all been lied to and uh and we're just guinea pigs for these people that are lying to us and she's like real emotion kind of emotional talking about this yeah she even told me that the school her school was adding all these vaccines for her child. Yeah, I know that, yeah. And she took her child out of the school, and she she told me the school threatened to call CPS on her for uh, denying her, uh, her kid those vaccines that they were trying to force on her. Yeah. Like, it wasn't an option. It was, like, force. And she was like, no, no, the usual ones, like polio, measles, 
whatever you know the usual mm-hmm. ones we're all used to as kids like those are actually effective right yeah. and she said they have all these like 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 a you know they're trying to vaccinate these kids with the fucking covid shit oh really yeah oh huh. yeah i got a text uh from kroger pharmacy yesterday saying you can now vaccinate your kids 12 and younger yeah with pfizer uh-huh. yeah i'm like no like if i had kids it'd still be no like there's this thing called immune system yeah and you can build it up, build it strong. And as far as I know, this virus isn't turning people into liquid shit. It seems to destroy people who are already weak. Yeah. Uh, immune system Majority, wise. yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy. And then, and then she was telling me about her friend who got vaccinated. And I guess I'm not too familiar with this. Maybe you are, Juan. Mm-hmm. Uh People are claiming there there's like somehow a chip in the vaccines. Oh, they get magnetized to it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're going directly what she's she was telling me because uh-huh. she said this is what she claimed, and that they took a you know a little metal spoon and mm-hmm. they put it on the arm that she didn't get the shot. You know, it f- falls right off her arm. Yeah. She said they put it on the her left arm where she got the shot and it yeah. stays there. Yeah, it's been debunked on majority of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, from what I've seen, like it's, it's the people do the same thing uh-huh. and it ends up sticking, but they get baby powder and they put it on their arm and then they stick the magnet again. Oh, so and it's it falls like off. a big old joke thing. So it, it gets stuck there because you're the suction. You, no, All because right. you're dirty. You're sticky. You didn't clean yourself. Right. From sweat and shit. Yeah. So after the vaccine, people don't clean themselves and they just put the magnet and they get stuck. Uh, but if you put well, like baby powder on top and then you or you clean yourself, right. you put the magnet again, it doesn't stick anymore. Because after I got my shot, I tried it too. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, it, you did? Yeah, and it didn't stick. It didn't stick. Which no. one did you get though? Moderna. Moderna. Okay, you got the same one. But uh, I think Johnson & Johnson, it's mostly common with the... That's the one that's getting accused of the, the chip magnet. thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is that is weird, but, like, I mean, the way she was telling it, sound, it, she made it sound like, like this is well after the vaccine. This wasn't, like, immediately after she got it. No, it. Yeah. sometimes it takes, I think, two to three weeks before you see some side effects. Because uh, there's a lot of mm-hmm. side effects coming out now. Yeah. From the Yeah, and one of those, seats. what was that article you sent? Nate and I a couple weeks ago about uh, people in their lower 20s are having heart issues from the vaccines. Yeah. So I think this is maybe affected her like your lining outside the heart. Mm-hmm. It gets thicker. It gets inflamed, I guess would be the word. I don't know. But it, it just gets thicker. Which, the walls get which would get you diagnosed for enlarged heart probably, right? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't. But enlarged heart is like the, it would be the whole heart like expanding yeah. bigger but yeah. this is just the bottom ventricles the big boys yeah the left and right ventricles okay it gets thicker because it's working harder but you have to go to the doctor and get treatment for it uh you know go back to normal but oh so you can reverse that mm-hmm. okay that's specific i think it was it started with an m whatever they were saying but well yeah, that just proves my point on everybody's different. You can't just quickly make a vaccine and push it out. Yeah, like, it's gonna mess up so many people. But the one I got worried about with the vaccine. Well, once I get to mine, but anything else that Elizabeth said? 
Well, I'll look it oh, up. Uh, no, that was about it. All I can remember right now. I mean, I, I mean, I felt I felt bad for her. You know, just yeah. Try to. Ch- I just gave her some hugs and cheered her up a little bit. Yeah. Before she had to go, okay. but uh, yeah. I mean, she's a real good person. Yeah, it's a uh, myocarditis. It's what you get. It's uh, inflammation this, of the heart. Yeah. And this is directly caused by a, a certain vaccine. Pfizer and Moderna. <laughs> wow. So, so okay. it says four signs in your chest that require seeking medical care. So maybe she did get that, so to speak, an enlarged heart, what she was talking about. But I, I don't know if they told him if she said anything about getting the vaccine. Right. But yeah, that I think she got. Oh, well, I guess I'll try to finish that school part. Uh-huh. Like, cause I kind of just brushed over that. Cause I was, that's a crazy story. Like, cause I told her, I was yeah. like, schools can't fucking tell you to have authority over your child that's basically what that was right yeah I think if that's what if that story is true like like i'm not gonna allow you to vaccinate my kid with this fucking vaccine i know nothing about yeah and they go and this according to her they went back well if you did if you do this we'll call cps on you yeah I it's think like that's what a bit extreme yeah i was like uh yeah i was like first of all that's anti-freedom like obviously that's my thing here yeah uh uh, second of all, no other person has authority over your fucking child except for you, the parents. Yeah. As long as you're responsible, right? Mm-hmm. And you're actually caring for the child. And she, and she said she told him, go, you know, go fuck yourselves, do it. I, I'm, I'm not abusing my kids, so yeah. go fuck yourselves. And I was like, yeah, maybe it's time for. Homeschool. homeschool or i mean i'm sure there's private there's a bunch of private schools forming in light of all this horse shit that's going on this this anti-freedom mandatory so-called protecting you stuff he's like listen like the problem with that is when government talks like that that's that's you know that's what dictators say to mm-hmm. get in power it's all about your protection your safety this and that protect you from that protect you from this uh you know visible enemy that just you ever notice that like yeah. there's out, out of nowhere there's there's this enemy that wants to destroy us all and then no one knows about them until just mm-hmm. out of nowhere this morning the government's pushing it down our throats that's kind of i kind of felt like that about the taliban and the afghanistan situation post 9 11 yeah oh yeah. but you know also at the same time was you know we're all caught up in that heat know, of the moment yeah patriotism thing going on after it um, but yeah, that's a dangerous slope, man. Yeah, it very is. dangerous slope. And uh, yeah, but yeah, go ahead and explain. Like, so you went before you went to California a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. So we were planning to go to California in August as like a family vacation. And when I looked up on American, like I googled, "Hey, do you need the vaccine to fly?" Like the first four searches on Google, when you click on it on the page it says yeah you need your oh, the vaccine card to fly with american airlines mm-hmm. i was like yeah i gotta get the vaccine like it's not a choice anymore if i want to fly over there mm-hmm. i was like because i ain't driving over right. there and back right that's a long drive so i was like i guess so i got the first shot in may but then my aunt died and i just had the first dose and i didn't have the second one and we had to fly out to california and i was like oh well so I do more digging on the website and you have to go like deep into the American Airlines website where it says you do not need the vaccine for domestic flights. 
just it, international flights. International. Because Europe, Europe's one of those continents that said yeah. Americans better be vaccinated. Yeah, before they enter. You know, meanwhile, they're all in fucking chaos over yeah. there. A lot of them are. That's, anyways. But yeah, so <laughs> I was like, this, I was like, you got to be kidding me. I'm over here trying to wait out the quirks of this vaccine so I could get it, you know, wait another year. And at the end of it all, freaking American Airlines makes it difficult for me to find on their website that I don't need the stupid vaccine. Okay, there, there's only got to be one reason for that. Yeah. Is they're trying to trick people into getting the vaccine. So I got the vaccine and I flew over there. So when I flew over there, they don't, well, they didn't ask me for a card. I didn't see anybody ask for a COVID card where I was at. So I was like, ah, oh, well. But the problem is when I flew, the second dose i was supposed to get the second dose that friday when i was over there but i forgot if i would have remembered i would have gotten it the day before i left just to have it on the card so to speak yeah. but i was like just to get it over with but by the looks of it if you get the vaccine and you fly mm-hmm. the chances of you dying like dramatically increases if you get the vaccine and fly yeah what do you Within what do you mean week yeah i don't know i've read it on the news like on the news yeah <laughs> the hell yeah, I don't know. There was like a correlation between some pilots. They got the vaccine and they ended up flying because and then they ended up having like some something with the brain a seizure or and something? they ended up, ended up dying stroke. Maybe I don't know if it's real, but from what I heard, like the airlines reported four deaths from their pilots from their pilots. Yeah, because they I think they were required to get the vaccine. Is this happening like during flight? Oh, I don't know. Or during their off time. I think off time. But I mean, but you said it, it's correlated with getting it. You're getting vaccinated on Monday. You fly on Wednesday, and then somehow you end up dead on Friday or something. Yeah, something like that. That's what they were talking about. Who's they? What's the source on that? I don't know. It was a. I saw it on the news. I forgot. Oh, I don't know. Well, if I mean, if you can't find it, it's all right. We'll try to dig it up for next time. But but yeah, I don't know if it's true. But that's that's that'd be crazy. I don't know. Yeah. And I wonder how much dis- disinformation's out there too. You Maybe know? just I think it was British Airlines, but moving on. But yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, if I would have known, I would have, you know, had like serious problems up in the air. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's some trash that they don't put it on their website. They you have to dig for that shenanigans. Yeah, it is for that vaccine. But because uh, I got the Moderna on the first shot, like I felt like real sick. Mm-hmm. I was like. I got the first shot and I felt more sick than when you actually had COVID. Yeah. Than from actual COVID. Yeah. With COVID, I just had a fever for six hours after the shot. Like I felt weak, had a fever for like a full on day. I was like, this freaking sucks. I was like, I would just not even bother with the vaccine if it was going to be this bad. Yeah. I'm not, (laughs) dude, I'm not doing that. It's it's crazy. Uh, A person from tools, uh, one of our coworkers was like the second shot. Like I was like, yeah, I think this is a game the government's trying to play us because he felt so sick from it. <laughs> our, our buddy from the tools department? Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, dang. But, yeah. Yeah, and he's one of those, you know, pro vaccine yeah, vaccine guys, too. Yeah. But he said, dude, it freaking sucked. I was like, I didn't get anything on the second shot. Like, really? Nothing happened to me. Yeah. So like, it was like. Everybody's different, man. Is this? I think it's because I had the vaccine that vaccine the actual covid <laughs> yeah already kind of went backwards you think it reacted with your immune system going whoa 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 yeah maybe I, I don't uh, know. maybe i could though but 
It's crazy. And now, and now, you know, back when, you know, uh, it was suggested that it leaked from a lab in Wuhan when there's an actual virus study lab in Wuhan and just so happened that's the outbreak city mm-hmm. and that got suggested immediately all the media was like oh yeah piece of shit conspiracy theorists <laughs> like somehow conspiracy theorists is ta- always permanently tagged with the idiots and yeah. not unintelligent people like no conspiracy theories are true like what do you think clandestine shit going behind scenes is that's conspiracies yeah like the cia smuggling in drugs from south america that's a conspiracy theory that's fucking true yeah okay like it's uh, that taboo needs to fucking stop because that's all that is is just another oppression form of oppression to shut up people who actually have questions your post a question authority yeah because if you don't it's always corrupt at least a little bit you can minimize the corruption by keeping the fire under these fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, what were we saying? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, felt like I cut you off there. No. Okay. I don't think you did. All right. <laughs> but, yeah, that's crazy, dude. Yeah. Well. I got tricked into it. Trish. I mean, that's what it sounds like. I should have. That does, that, this does, that's not, um, Wow. Uh, can I talk today? I don't know. Uh, that doesn't sound like a government that cares for people, let alone the companies like American yeah. Airlines. Like, That's weird why that would that be asked. such a hard thing to find? That should be like right on their fucking front page. Like, hey, everything about COVID restrictions mm-hmm. or whatever for when it comes to flights, click here. Like you, you there is a that. That's the main site. But it doesn't distinguish domestic from uh, international. What do you mean? It just gives you. What does it say? It just gives you, oh, flights for American Airlines. And then you scroll down. They're like, oh, uh, all flights require COVID vaccine, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And that's on the main website. Like if you type in, oh, policy Uh, for. It doesn't differentiate at all. No, you have to go. That's a trick. After after I got the ticket, I think it it. Showed the difference between domestic and international. Then it On specifically the said, I think so. Oh. It said, oh, domestic uh, flights do not require vaccine, mm-hmm. only international flights. And you know what? I just started to remember. I remember that being a big issue a month or so ago. Like, I guess the Biden administration was mm-hmm. involved with that or something. I don't know. I I'm probably, I barely remember this, but I remember that well, that was an issue and uh, everyone was debating well are these American are these airlines gonna really do this to us like because yeah. like what some of the northeast states like mm-hmm. just to drive into them yeah like not just fly into them but i think even driving into them you have to prove that you've been vaccinated i wouldn't doubt it on i think it was states. like a, i think it was like two or three of them i don't i'm not sure but i want to say like you know those little ones like connecticut and shit like that yeah like that's, dude, that's stupid. Like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. First of all, th- this is why I don't like shit like this. The people making the rules, a lot of the times, they don't follow the rules. Oh, no. Like, at all. Like I said in the previous episode, how many times do these lawmakers make, uh, you know, they're, they're throwing your fucking children away into prison for marijuana possession. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile... Their fucked up, fucking snobby, spoiled piece of shit son who's driving a Ferrari that he didn't earn is snorting up coke, smoking all the drugs, smoking weed 24-7, and they fucking cover it up. 
That's why I have issues. My name. Okay? Yeah. With authority. Because that's always the fucking issue somewhere. Yeah. That's always that's always a, at least a handful of those fucking idiots, lawmakers and politicians. They're all full of shit. Mm-hmm. They don't care about you. Look what they do. Like, but yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, that's what I hated. I was like, I I was gonna wait more. Like we said on, mm-hmm. I said on previous episodes, I was like, I'll just give it a uh, two years to see the side effects. Damn. And if dude. it's, I'll get it. But man, dude, get a journal. Cool. Just get like get a upset. small little <laughs> journal just for. To write that down if you ever yeah. notice anything weird, just write it yeah. down. Yeah, I haven't noticed anything weird so far. Yeah. Not like I hope not, dude. I hope COVID. you're just okay. <laughs> I hope you're just great for the rest of your days. Yeah, but after I saw that, when I sent you that message, mm-hmm. I was like, God dang it, I'm gonna have heart problems now because I said, That'd be me too, dirty. dude. I'd instantly have sweaty hands. Yeah. I mean, I'm already dealing with anxiety disorder, so it's like, fuck. Yeah, I'm like, great. I'm not sleeping tonight. Pretty crazy. <laughs> But yeah, people do your research a bit more than what I did. It was that funny? Uh, there was a picture of a of a Twitter feed from some mm-hmm. chick uh, talking about people. She's like, people who get vaccinated are all like, in quote, uh, uh, quotation. Uh, I've done my research, in quote, and mm-hmm. it's like. And then they followed it up with, "Fam, you are the research. Yeah, <laughs> you really are. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like." The trial wasn't even a year long. Mm-mm. Even when you get the vaccine, you get like a separate card. Uh huh. Like you get, you know how on prescriptions you get your prescription and on the next page it gives you like the side effects, you know, in case this happens or interacts with this drug. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you notice, it's like a big old page oh, okay. on the back. Well, yeah. for the vaccines, it tells you right up top, this is not FDA approved. There might be side effects. That's like right. They're, they're That's right. Responsible, so to speak. I'm glad you brought that up because that is true. None of them are right. No. They're all emergency. Uh, they gave them Approved. the emergency approval, which yeah. is not the same thing as actually being thoroughly investigated mm-hmm. in and thoroughly researched. That means yeah. they just did the bare minimum and yeah. they pushed it out on everybody. That's what that means, folks. Yeah, it's on the page. They, like I said, they don't care about you and yours. They just push shit out like that. How many of them pretend to get the vaccine and they didn't? I don't know. I bet that's. I bet some of those politicians are doing that. Yeah. I, I bet Majority, they are. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I forgot to tell y'all that before. I should have brought the paper, but yeah. Yeah, well, bring it next time. Test specifically on the paper. Oh, that's like, crazy. Ah, cool. yeah. yeah, I was reading it because I like reading. Did obviously. you have to sign anything before you got vaccinated? Uh. Like, hey, in, in fine print, you have to have a magnifying glass to read that uh, in case you, like, shit out blood until you die. We're not responsible for it. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. In case you f- your fucking eyeballs end up on top of your forehead when you wake up. I couldn't tell uh, you. That's not our fault. I think on the first <laughs> one I did. I'm not 100% sure, though, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of paperwork. Damn. That, yeah, probably just drowned your ass in paperwork and you didn't even know you were written off as your ass yeah. as a specimen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. What's this uh, in fine print specimen dash 2021A? What is that? <laughs> right. But yeah, I'll bring everything next time so you can okay. see the, yeah. the card. It'll be straight source, right? Instead yeah. of just us trying to like remember shit we heard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of it is stuff we actually watched, though. And, oh, yeah. And read, both of us. But, uh, fuck, well, I don't know. Let's let's get away from that shit. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I, I wanted to bring up today on the episode, uh, 
There's a very, very interesting and very dark, and I think all Americans should watch this documentary. It's on Amazon Prime. Yes, I have a new documentary to recommend. <laughs> uh, it's on Amazon Prime. I finished it last week, and, dude, I was like, I was shook for a few days because what you learn, the stories in there. And, uh, it's called The Last Narc. Mm-hmm. And it's about the the torturing and killing of a DEA agent that went by the nickname of Kiki. His last name was Camarina or Camarino. Does that sound right? Camarina? Camarina. Would it be Camarina? He's a, he's a dude. I think, yeah, Camarina. Yeah. Camarina. Really good dude. Like this dude, he's, you know, Mex- he's a Mexican who believed in justice and wanted to fight the, the war on drugs. Because, uh, you know, I think something about. You know, where he came from in Mexico, the cartels, it's ruined everything. You know, people, lives are ruined. You can't, like, you're living in fear and shit. Mm-hmm. They they literally can pick up your daughter if they want. Oh, yeah. They, you can be walking down the street with your your own your little 13-year-old daughter, and a cartel can just show up out of nowhere, drive by, happen to see you, beat your ass, and take your daughter, go rape her, and torture her to death, and then yeah. you'll never see her again. That's... I mean, that's not a real life example that I've seen or heard, but it pretty sure it so. happens. Yeah, pretty sure it happens based on some of the other craziness I've watched on this uh, uh, documentary. So it's called The Last Narc. I recommend even Mexicans like, like if you got Prime, like fucking watch it, man. Like it's a trip. Like, yeah. like every, every, how about everybody? If you like believe in things to be better, or you know, you, this, this fucking dark dude, like. So it goes over the Guadalajara cartel from like I guess late seventies into the mid all the way into the mid eighties, mm-hmm. and they're the ones that basically kidnap this guy, torture him to death. Yeah, like literally to death for thirty six hours. Dang. Yeah, it's bad, dude. Like, and they actually have former Guadalajara bodyguard members, mm-hmm. bodyguards of the top guys. Oh. There's three of them, and I don't. I remember one of their names, uh, Mario, Mario or something like no, Camaro, Camario or something. I don't. Fuck, I can't remember. And I really don't care to spread their names out. Right? <laughs> They're just horrible, man. Like, uh, but one of the stories that really disturbed me was in. It's a four-part documentary four episodes and oh, okay. about roughly 46 minutes each oh not bad yeah dude it's it's worth watching it's so much like that's just such dark history between mexican government u.s government mexican citizens and what the fuck they're going through yeah. and what they've been going through for decades it's a horror show and i feel bad for them like like I knew there it was bad, but I didn't, you know, never knew such details like this. Yeah, because I never really looked into that stuff, you know. And uh, yeah, it's just bad, dude. I f- like it's uh, like what happened to that DEA agent. It's bad. I don't, I don't want to like spoil what yeah. you end up finding out yeah. by the time you finish episode four because it's a huge shock. Uh, okay. I want, I really want people to check this out. Okay, it it needs everybody needs to know this story. And it's a story that's being told by his partner that entered a DEA agency uh-huh. around the same time. Uh, okay. So they were working on the same area, same type of mm-hmm. working the same cartel, right? 
And this dude got good at being undercover and setting up big drug deals. Yeah. And, and then when the drug deals go through, and the, you know, the police force comes around the corner and arrests everybody. And he has a story about his first one where these guys were like, hey, yeah, come up to the hotel. And he's like, no, that's not what we planned. The DEA guy is mm-hmm. saying this. He's like, that's not what we planned, man. I'm not coming up into that apartment to make this deal with you. Our plan was right here, out here, we're in the open where I'm at right mm-hmm. now. Like, and the, the dudes kept trying to pressure him to come up into the apartment instead. And he goes, no, fuck that shit. I'm not coming up there to get chopped up into the tiny little pieces. We yeah. have a deal or we don't. Yeah. Like, you know, he put he flipped it on them. And he said, and they hung up. He said, <sighs> exactly two minutes later. They come out of the apartment, come down the steps. It was yeah. two of them. And, uh, and then that's when, by the time they got off the steps, that's when he gave the signal. Yeah. I guess he opened the trunk or whatever, and that was the signal for the cops to come out Uh-oh, and get them. Okay. And when it happened, uh, one of the two drug dealers yeah. pulled out his gun and was like, you know, freaking out. Well, what the fuck? Yeah. And, uh, and he was right there close to him. And he's armed. You know, he's an undercover cop. Mm-hmm. He's got a gun, too. And, you know, that guy doesn't know as far as he knows, right? Wow. And he just pulls it out, and he shoots him several times, oh. like, up close. Dang. Yeah, just bah, bah, boom, boom, and, and, you know, falls to the ground dead. Dang. Yeah. And he said the guy was just pulled out his gun and was just freaking out, and he that made him freak out, so he fucking pulled it out oh. and shot him. Dang. Like, da-da-da-doosh. You know, it was just real quick. And he, you know, and he talks about having thoughts of like, what if I, you know, I think, what if I would have just waited a little bit longer? Maybe he would have just surrendered. And he was just yeah. initially freaking out. But well, you never know. Either way, yeah, either way, the dude busted out the gun real quick. Yeah. And so, I mean, and at the end of the day, cops want to go home, okay? Like, yeah. My God, I do. Yeah. I'm not going to get we shot in the head because some idiot doesn't want to get a ticket. Yeah. Like, fuck that guy. But uh, uh, yeah, and so that was the that's his early career. Well, actually, that was why he was working for the police department. Whatever, mm-hmm. I forget which one it was. But you know, he's Mexican American. Yeah, and uh, I want to say he was born in Mexico because you know he, he sounded fluent in Spanish. Like yeah. he sounded like he was born and raised in Mexico, and I think he was. I just can't remember right now. Uh, and. And this dude's a, this dude's got some stories, man. Like he he was a badass undercover guy. Nice. Like, yeah. And uh, well, anyways, he's the one that gets tasked with when Kiki gets kidnapped and goes missing. Yeah. It's a big deal because that's a government agent, U.S. government agent. Turns out, U.S. government doesn't take that lightly. But w- <laughs> there's some irony in this story. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I want people to watch it, <laughs> and you'll fucking see what I mean by the end of episode four. You'll you be, be flipping out. You teasing and over and here, And it'll Jay. be stuff. It'll be stuff you kind of knew because it came. You know, like well, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you, <laughs> uh, you know, CIA involvement in the drug trade, oh, which is common. If you if you dab into that world, that's one of the first things you find out. Yeah, it's kind of a common knowledge that. CIA got busted pretty hard. I mean, there was it was there was a movie that Tom Cruise did where he's flying yeah. drugs. I never saw it. I, I need to see pretty it. Pretty good. I Is saw it, it in Spanish though, but uh, wish I, could, I gotta rewatch it. <laughs> oh really? It wasn't. But it was good. It's not, oh, okay. it's not the same emotion, but so to speak. Was yeah. he like tied in with the CIA or anything like that? I think because so, at one point he tries to get he gets arrested. Mm-hmm. With, 
with the American people. He's and he looks at him. He's like, in ten or after you come out of that meeting, you're gonna let me go, and you're gonna say squat about it. Like he was Tom Cruise. Him, yeah, he was like, so you better let me go right now. He was like, no. He was like, watch, it's gonna backfire on you. Like he was telling him. He goes inside Who's the door. Who's he saying this to? I think it was an agent. Like that didn't know police. better. Yeah, he didn't know better. Oh, okay. He goes into the meeting, comes out. He's like, you gotta let him go. Wow. And Tom Cruise is like just laughing because he was involved with the government. Because he knew. The, yeah. Because <laughs> back then, like we talked about it a couple episodes ago yeah, about um, Big uh, Rick Ross. Yeah. The, the real Rick Ross. The it's real. a real dude, not the rapper. He he stole that name. <laughs> uh, the real Rick Ross. You know, he was approached by CIA, in case anyone's listening to this episode and didn't hear it from the past one. He was approached by CIA to start selling crack on the streets Uh of America. Oh, yeah, you did mention that. That's how that shit started. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, and Coke. I think it started with Coke. Crack eventually got made. Uh Uh-huh. But, yeah, and then at the end, he got, he's the one that went fucking went to prison. No (laughs) CIA agents. Oh, no. No CIA anywhere in prison. Nothing. It's it's horrible, man. But uh, yeah, that documentary, man. It's a trip. Like, there's the particular story of uh, two couples, right? Mm-hmm. Two couples that were Jehovah Witnesses. Oh, okay. White Americans. Yeah. Uh, they're in Guadalajara, going to door to door thing, doing the door to door thing. Mm-hmm. Dude, not 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 a good town to be doing that. Oh, no. When they did it. Um, and at the time, this is right after the Guadalajara cartel's giant marijuana field mm-hmm. that was worth $150 million. Oh, dang. Kiki located it and provided pictures of it. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it got, you know, got raided and burnt to the ground. Yeah, hundred fifty million dollars worth of product gone and smoked, literally, right? Dang. Yeah, Guadalajara didn't take that lightly, and so that's why Kiki got kidnapped. kidnapped. But like I said, there's more, there's more, more people involved with it than just that cartel. It's it's a trip. I'm not gonna yeah. tell it. Yeah, <laughs> I, like I really want people to watch this, and uh, and it's just bad, dude. Like, yeah, so. The, those Jehovah Witness couples, they're going door to door. So that just happened. They lost $150 million, mm-hmm. and they they understand the DEA, DEA agent that is stationed in Mexico yeah. is involved with doing that. Mm. Uh, not just Kiki, but like the there's a there's a white DEA agent that led that was like the uh, team lead yeah. type of dude, and he was leading Kiki. Mm-hmm. And so their thing was. Any gringos we come across, we'll yeah. assume they're DEA, um, and we'll torture them, kill them ASAP. And uh, that's what happened to this couple. And they were like middle middle age, yeah. like like probably late forties, late fifties, even. They they look fairly old. I would say they're all at least in their fifties, maybe sixties. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would just say forties, fifties. But anyways, they knock on. This guy's door, no. like one of the main dudes' door. Oh. And his bodyguards are Mexican police officers that got assigned to him. And that's uh. a fucked up story on how what how that they went through. Mm-hmm. They kind of got they got forced into that. These 
Mexican police guys that happen to become their personal bodyguards. Yeah. Assigned by their police chief. Because that's how deep corruption goes, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it, you know, they answer the door and, you know, it's, they see it's them, you know, the bodyguard. And he goes and tells the boss and he goes, who's at the door? He goes, oh, it's a uh, Jehovah Witness, you yeah. know, white Americans. He goes, oh, gringos. Oh. Well, you know what to do. Dang. And he goes, well, okay. So they apprehended them mm-hmm. immediately. Interrogated. Do it. Do an actual legit police interrogation on them. Oh. And he said they were trembling with fear while he was interrogating him. He he felt bad for him. This oh, this bodyguard guy. Uh-huh. And you know I I uh, anyways. Uh, and he he truly me. believed like D, no they're not they're not DEA at all. Yeah. Like it's obvious. Bossman didn't care. Oh, yeah, after interrogation, all. guess what happened to him? Tortured to death. Four American citizens tortured to death because they are white that they presume to be DEA, which is horseshit. You know, you're not that fucking stupid. You're just a fucking insane, bloodthirsty criminal, right? And to me, that they did it out of pure racism. I mean, the fact that they were white and they killed them. But they raped the the two women repeatedly Mm -hmm. in front of the husbands while torturing the husbands. They didn't go into details how they tortured the husbands, but like after like a couple days of that, mm-hmm. they drove them to another location where they raped the women some more, and then, then they fucking take a rope mm-hmm. between the ladies' legs and rub it, pull it back and forth, making their vaginas bleed. Oh, okay, okay. Dude, it's fucking disturbing. So I'll, I'll that's as far as I'll go with that. But and they end up executing them one by one in some random ditch somewhere and uh the bodyguards talked about how they were screaming the whole time and that fucking disturbed me for like a while a a solid three days uh, it was on my mind i was just like dude that's fucked up and then only any on the the, shows news reports at the time where the government's just saying oh seven americans are missing Uh and uh in Guadalajara, so we're, you know that warning goes out not to travel there and shit. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, that's as far as they went. Like, yeah. shouldn't like you would hope the U.S. government be like, nah, we don't, we don't take that shit. We're we're sending our special forces in. We're killing everybody that was involved. Oh no, don't want no, to do that because nope. there's so much webs coming into this thing. If it was a politician, they would have done something. Oh yeah, if it was a politician's Period. family member. Or, or, or politician, the politician itself. Yeah. It would have been war. Like the dude, the religious dude that went into the Americas, South America, and the. Uh, when? I forgot. It was back in. The one that drank the Kool Aid juice and everybody died. Oh, that uh, Jonestown. There you go. Yeah. But they didn't do anything because, I mean, a lot of people went. It was until that politician or whoever it was went in and they killed him. That the US That's right. got involved. He, well, it was the the countries they were in politician that got killed. No, it was the US. I thought it was the one of their what country was that? Brazil or something like that? It was, yeah, it was it's one of the South like American countries. Yeah. But no, I recently watched that not too mm-hmm. long ago. I want to say it wasn't an American. From what I know, it was an American person trying to see what was going on over there. Oh, okay. To check okay. on them. Yeah, I okay, I am trying to remember it. Yeah. And then he got shot. Yeah, like they, killed by actually, they, they killed him by accident. Oh, and they when thought they he realized, was someone else. That's right. When they realized what they did, 
That's when that's when he did the mass the suicide. Yeah. By the way, mass suicide at gunpoint. By the way, those yeah. and and you listen to the audio, which I don't recommend. Uh, women and children are just crying yeah. while he's ranting about we all must die and together. But no one did anything until that politician died. And didn't he didn't even commit suicide, right? No, he didn't drink the Kool Aid. Well, no, obviously not. <laughs> no, that's the whole point of a cult. Like you, you have sheep that you can do whatever yeah. you want with, and you know all those cult leaders just want to fuck all your women. That's yeah. that's basically what's going on. That's about it. So I'm pretty sure Mexico knows who not to mess with. Dude, I guarantee you, if it was like a white politician, they wouldn't even touch him because they know the well, real consequence from that's, it. That's funny that you bring that up because they weren't even supposed to kill Kiki. Oh, really? Yeah. Because one of the head guys almost ended up killing the other head guy that ordered him to be killed. Oh, really? Oh. Because one of those scenes where he showed up mm-hmm. to meet the other head guy and he was like, So what happened? Yeah. He's like, What happened had to happen. And then the dude just started cussing him out. Like, you stupid motherfucker. You you just ended us. The moment uh, you killed him, we're done. And he was right. They all yeah. they all ended up in prison within like two-year period. Yeah. Uh, f- a couple of the bodyguards went on the run. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the ones they actually, there's four of them they interview throughout this documentary series. Yeah. And they're questionable, too, because there's one guy on there. He's kind of, he's very theatrical oh, and really? very religious but he was uh, one of the bodyguards, and he was, and these guys were there during the torture of the Jehovah Witness mm-hmm. couples. All of it, all the horrible stories that that you actually get to know about in this documentary. Yeah, they were there for it and had to partake in it. Like there's a story where they were driving down the road, and one guy in the back seat mm-hmm. uh, kept arguing with someone in the front seat, and the, <laughs> one of the head guys was in the front seat, and told him to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then the guy kept arguing with the other guy. So he just pulled out his gun and shot him three times in the head while they're on the road driving. And then, you know, they pulled the car over and he said, get that piece of trash out of here. And they just kicked him out of the car and went on. Yeah. Like, and the bodyguard said, yeah, I I was sitting next to the guy when he did that. And like, and you know, these ex bodyguard guys, they, they come off like they, they wish because two of them actually almost arrested El Chapo. Oh, this is early day Al Chapo, by the way. Mm. I just remember that. Yeah. Yeah, you get Al Chapo peppered throughout this, too. He is a bloodthirsty. Like, he's the guy. He was the, he headed the team for the cartel yeah. to dispose of the bodies. Okay? Mm-hmm. Let that sink in. That's who Al Chapo is. And he enjoyed it. From what I've, from the stories they tell. Yeah. Like, it's fucking nuts, dude. Like. Because two of those bodyguards almost arrested him. They caught him in the act of cutting up a body. Oh. And they uh, they had him on his knees. About the One was about to arrest him. The other one had an AR, his machine gun pointed at his head. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, top-ranked police official gets on the radio and tells them to leave him alone. They were pissed. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the guy that's real theatrical, you'll mm-hmm. see who I'm talking about when you watch it. It's like he's kind of kind of hysterical like when you – when you're watching him, he's yeah. trying to, because he's like, it's like he's trying to ex- express all the pain he has from experiencing all uh, this. Yeah, I know what you thought. You about. get on I me, mean? and then he's like throwing in the Jesus thing, and he's being real theatrical. And what's even weirder is he's wearing a full blown police uniform with a vest yeah. while he's doing this interview. Well, that's that's how Christians are after they change. Like if you if mm-hmm. you meet like a real life Christian, 
after they changed yeah. it, they did some, you know, and eat some stuff behind. That's yeah. how they get exactly. And he was so theatrical about. about that Al Chapo story because mm-hmm. he was the cop holding him at gunpoint. Uh-huh. And he said that, you know, him and that other guy, <laughs> they, they, you know, they're both, you know, bodyguards later, unknowingly. Yeah. Uh, because uh, they just get assigned to it, like yeah. like it's an assignment. And the lead cartel guys, uh-huh. like the at the time, the Mexican government formed a specialized uh, federal police like unit called DFS, mm-hmm. something like that. And they, the leaders of the cartel, had DFS commander status. Oh. Okay, like that's how crazy the corruption is. Oh yeah, it is. Like. I'm telling you, like, I'm giving more and more of it away, but Way to I go, want James. people to watch it. <laughs> so I'll just stop here with that. And, like, in in the way he says about Al Chapo, and he's like, that's the first time. And he's standing up. He goes from sitting down to yeah. standing up with his him telling his story, and he's yeah. just like, like, he really wanted to do justice. Yeah. And and whether I believe him or not, it's very questionable because he ends up living that life. Mm-hmm. And, again, by force, but... At the end, yeah, yeah, that's kind of how they're playing it off in this documentary. Is like Mm -hmm. they wanted to survive, so they had to do what they were told. Yeah, because if you didn't, because that guy that interrogated the Jehovah Witnesses, Mm -hmm. it was a different guy, and he he even told the boss man that he's like, I believe they're innocent. Yeah, he goes, I don't care. At that point, you're like, and it's like, I die. And they (laughs) they kind of reiterate that throughout the documentary. It's Mm -hmm. like if I would have protested right then and there, I would have been shot in the head. And they would have and, died they, still. and they still would have gotten tortured into so, death. Yeah, to lose, lose. Yeah, it's a lose, lose. It's you're literally, and that's got to be one motherfucker. You know, you join the police force, the one that's being all theatrical that I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Like he talks at the beginning of his story, he talks about how he tried getting into America, and I forgot the details of it, but and in, in the end, he wasn't accepted, and it uh, fucking crushed him because that was his goal. Yeah, get into America, get into law enforcement type of thing, because mm-hmm. he he grew up around that horseshit, yeah. right? And and by the way, most Mexicans, like Mexican citizens, this av- everyday citizens, fucking hate the cartel. Oh yeah, and no no duh, you're just prime, you're just you're being sl- slain like sheep at any given time, mm-hmm. or forced to do shit. And by the way, they do child soldiers. Yeah, and that's the latest thing since last ten years. To the, yeah. to this day, that's their thing. And uh, but yeah, it's fucking nuts. So I'll just that's all I'm gonna say about that documentary. Just <laughs> fucking watch it. It's a trip. And uh, and the guy that back going back to the guy that's telling the story, the DEA agent mm-hmm. that joined around the same time as Kiki, and believed in serving justice and all this, and he he was good at busting drug dealers. Uh, you know he. He fucking disturbed by what he found out. Oh, yeah. To the point where he feared for his own life by something else, by another mm. entity that's not cartel. Like, Jesus. I'll just say that. <laughs> like, but, uh, but yeah, he, he says in the beginning, like, or towards the end of the documentary, he says, I've held this story to myself until now, yeah. and I've lived a full life. So if they kill me now, it don't matter. I lived a full life. I watched my children grow. I watched like my, my family's taken care of. Mm-hmm. They're they're going on with their lives. I've lived a full life. 
they, I don't care if they kill me now. This story needs to be told. Kiki's story needs to be told. Yeah. And, yeah. And they, basically, they kept this hush hush until this documentary came out. Oh, yeah. That's basically what this came off as. Yeah. It's very sick, dude. It is. And it's, it's, there's a lot of webs intertwined with this, too, <laughs> man. I'll just leave it as that. It's fucking disgusting. That's how it works. But uh, with that, uh, Juan's noticed I've gone down a cartel ra- rabbit hole since then because <laughs> yeah. I've been watching uh, cartel stuff from Vice News and other random news clips mm-hmm. from other news organizations from across the country or even Mexico. Even Mexico I've yeah. watched. But there's one I want to play for the listeners. It's an interview, and I was telling Juan about this earlier uh, actually yesterday, but anyways, it's an interview with a fairly young dude who who tells a story of how he got sucked into the cartel at age twelve, mm-hmm. and he you know he didn't mean to, and yeah. I mean that's what they do though they fucking grab Mexican children, and they're child soldiers you know like that shit in Africa mm-hmm. that's going on in Mexico right now, whole towns are being taken over real quick by cartels and they hurry up and form police community or uh, squads. They hurry up and form their own police and yeah. actually taken over actual whole towns and villages since they're so smaller uh, in Mexico right now. This is ongoing. Like this is normal in Mexico. And I mean, I knew it was bad, but I didn't think it was like, like fucking war zone bad. Like yeah, there's certain cities that's pure war. Yeah, and there's videos. There's a ton of videos on YouTube that you can watch Mexican military getting full-blown military-style firefights with the cartel throughout Mexico. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just chaos, and that's Mexico in a nutshell for decades, for the last several, since the drug war's been a drug war, even before that, Mm -hmm. since heroin's been the thing, cocaine been the thing, like... Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it goes deep, but, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, I'll, do you have it? Yeah, I'll play this. Uh, but yeah, I have a funny story about the cartel too with Mexico, oh yeah? the U.S. But I'll tell it after. Okay, quick. okay. Let's see. And this is what cartel? The I don't know. He he names the dude by name. Oh okay. Uh, let me see. Yeah, same dude right here because I got two clips of him. I'm, I'm mm. going to play the longer one because that's the one I'm talking about of his interview. Okay. Uh, one of the two videos, uh, uh, I was a, it's titled, I was a hitman for Miguel Trevino. Oh, I don't, know, I don't know either. And that's by YouTube channel Reveal. It's about three minutes. But we're going to play one by Channel 4 docu- Documentary. Let me see. Uh, oh. Yeah. yeah, so Channel f- Channel 4 documentary. Channel 4 is a British public broadcast service. Okay, so this is a British thing. So he went with the big boy. That guy is... Uh, Miguel? Yeah, drug lord and leader of the criminal organization known as Los Zetas. Los Zetas? Yeah. Oh so, my God, dude! So that's They're, the big boys. That's, that's the big boys. military one. Yeah, those are that, the big boys right now. Those guys were trained by U.S. special forces to work at, for as Mexican special forces mm. to specifically combat cartel. They end up breaking off and forming their own cartel. 
they're the ones that cause mass graves. Yeah, they're they're the big boys. Yeah, you don't mess with Mosetas. Like you know, they they're the ones where uh, there was a story just a few years ago, not long at all, that uh, there was a mass grave found of seventy two immigrants from Central America. Yeah, that they rounded up, killed. They by the way, they rape the women for as long as they want, eventually kill them, and then they make the guys fight to the death. And the ones who end up actually committing to killing the other guy, yeah. they somehow turn that guy into their a Sicario, yeah. which is hitman in Mexico, uh, assassin, if yeah. you will. But all right. pretty intense. Without further ado, here's this. It's very disturbing interview. What he talks about. Uh, it's titled "Honest Interview with Drug Cartel Hitman." Meet the drug lords inside the real narcos. Yeah. Uh, Channel 4 documentary is the channel. And here we go. It's about four minutes. Is it up? Yes, it's doing the a The first time I killed someone was in, was I was 26, 27. Okay. Sounds about right, yeah, 26, 27. And that was in a gunfight. That was in the middle of a gunfight. And I remember it very well, obviously. What about, what, you know, when was the first time for you and how, how did it happen? I was going on 13 years old the first time I took a life. It's just one day, I mean, got him, got invited to Mexico. I didn't know what was going on at first. And I see about six people kneeling down. Then the, the individual, the person in charge, they start laughing and uh, I think they, they saw that, that scared, panicked look in my face and asked me if I had ever killed somebody. And uh, I said I had, knowing that I, I never took nobody's life, so he pulled out a handgun, told me to kill that person, the one kneeling in front of him. And uh, I just shot him. And uh, he said he was putting me on his payroll. He said, don't worry about it. Go back to school, to wherever you're doing, and uh, I'm going to call you when I need you. Two weeks later, he called me back to Mexico. But I, I, I had been built up and trained and ready to probably see some shit things. For you, it was like that. You guys train, show you how to shoot, how to do everything. Yeah. Well, the training I received, it's, it's almost all the same but you don't practice with paper targets. It's, it's a constant war zone. Mm -hmm. You practice with live targets. I mean, I know it sounds harsh saying it this way, but it's just the way it is. The people we were using as targets were rival cartel members. They used to be, um, 50, 60, sometimes over 100 people, just Good like job. cattle for the slaughterhouse. And um, there was scenarios that they, there's a house. They throw them in there. They tell them, look, man, if you can make it out of here alive, we'll give you your freedom. So these people, they're fighting for their lives. They throw you in there. Sometimes um, it's, to them, it's more, uh, 
you, you, you'll give a knife to a person in a situation like that, and you'll be surprised at what a person can do with it. Did you have to torture people in, in those training camps or, or actually out on the ground? I, I didn't, I, honestly, I, I, I didn't like that job, especially when it gets so, so bloody. But I, I, I've done it before. Yes, I have. I mean, I, I've done the simple stuff that everybody starts doing, uh, pulling teeth out, cutting fingers up slowly, or... Do you think you embraced it? Do you, do you think you enjoyed what you did? I didn't enjoy it. But um, I tried to be the best at what I was doing. God, so that's, that's just a snippet of this dude's interview. And man, he looks like he's trying to hold back he so is. many emotions. Yeah. <laughs> like he he looks like he's just wanting to ball. Yeah. And this dude's this this dude's got these weird like stretched out like clown clown looking tattoos yeah. on. on Top side and bottom side of his eyes. And on top of that, he's got that giant tear tattoo on the right side of his eye. Mm-hmm. But man, he just looks like a. Just looking at him talking just now, he just, you know, he just he regrets everything. Yeah. Well, he was young. 13. Yeah. He he like yeah he like just the way he described that story. Mm-hmm. He is like, he regret that so much being invited to Mexico like that. Yeah. That's crazy. Got invited to Mexico. That means he came from. US. The states, yeah. Damn, <laughs> be cra- crazy. Imagine being that guy and then realizing what life he missed out on if he would have just stayed in the states. Yeah, like how cool his life would have been. Could have had a great girlfriend, a great job at somewhere, and mm-hmm. going on vacations with the girlfriend and enjoying family time. Nope, gone. You're just killing people. Yeah, gets crazy, huh? Yeah. Ooh. And what's strange about organized crime in general is like like the people that enjoy it they're the one they enjoy it because of the power. Oh yeah. That's I mean that's literally what's going on. cuz there's this cuz at the same time there's a there's it's a new show to me. I don't know if it dropped recently on Netflix, but it's called Dope. Dope. And it covers like drug war stuff mm-hmm. each episode in a different country. Yeah, okay. And the first one it's Mexico. And I learned a lot about fentanyl. <laughs> yeah, you were like, talking about other <laughs> than the fucking name and that's all I knew about it. <laughs> well apparently am I saying it right, fentanyl? I don't, know. I don't, I don't know. know. People know what I'm talking about, hopefully. Fentanyl, fentanyl. Uh this shit is so damn deadly you cannot let it touch your skin at all. Okay, you mm-hmm. understand? Like, like the they were talking to one of the guys smuggling it, and he said you gotta wear protective gloves and stuff to handle it. Yeah, because he says if you get it on you, like he just made it sound like a, you know you're pretty much toast. Yeah, and they were explaining on the show Dope, they would show like a small bag, mm-hmm. like a small like little what two inch wide little snack Ziploc bag. Mm-hmm. 
with this stuff in it and right next to it they showed the numbers of people this this how many pe- people could die off of this this oh, amount man. it was like a crazy number it was well over 100 Dang. just a small amount will od and kill this many people like guaranteed mm-hmm. like that's how deadly this stuff is and this is what's replacing heroin for the cartel mm-hmm. like they actually make the heroin and like mix it in yeah with Slowly. the, the yeah. heroin like no like Big time. Yeah. Like, they make the base of They show it, too. Like, they actually embed, get, like, the cartel bosses actually okay to documentary co- crews mm-hmm. to get with certain members and show the insides of how things are done. Oh, okay. And, and I, I, pre- I predicted that when it first started yeah. to my girlfriend. I went, listen, I was like, there's no way in hell they're documenting any of this without a big boss say so. Yeah. And then sure enough, like 10 minutes later, uh, the guy cooking the heroin mm-hmm. uh, made a quick comment about that. And, you know, boss man said, I have to show you all. So I have to, here I am. Yeah. And I was like, see, I told you. Right. It's <laughs> like, this is all orchestrated. Like, they know what's going on. Yeah, they they know, know everything. Like, But, yeah, that's crazy, dude. Yeah. And that's how big their egos are. Oh, yeah. It's massive. Yeah. And uh, it's it's fucking gross, man. It's like so nuts. Ridiculous. Like I saw a picture of like some bridge in Mexico, mm-hmm. an overpass bridge, with bodies dangling from it, from one oh, end yeah. to the next. It had to have been at least twenty bodies, bloodied up, naked, cut up bodies just dangling, mm-hmm. in the middle of Mexico City. Some not Mexico City, city but a okay. city in Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What? No, yeah, yeah, what? You would have known that one." <laughs> and that's a normal thing for large parts of Mexico. Yeah, and uh, and there was another clip I found where the they followed the guy, and this was like a separate clip on YouTube by a news channel documentary thing, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was showing a guy how he smuggles like a kilo or so in his car to whatever he goes to to drop it off and he was talking about the, how life is doing this mm-hmm. and he he straight up says he loves it after he names off all the chaos of it he mm-hmm. goes this is why i love it he goes there's a lot of portrayal mm-hmm. and but the thing is like when that happens you get to go out and do something about it i was like damn because he said there's times where, you know, a guy's supposed to, like, stash a kilo in the console of his car. Yeah. And he goes to transport it to find that the kilo is missing. Um, like, yeah, shit like that. And so he gets, he like he's like, this happened to him several times. And he said you just have to handle up on it. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, dude. And then same dude drives up to, like, similar to what you were talking about, your grandma's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, like this dirt roads they get to a point where there's no more paved roads oh, it's no, just yeah, straight it's up dirt and there's like a makeshift dirt road in the middle of a field to get to this town that's just in the middle of dirt <laughs> and it's barely any buildings and and there's and these ladies come out with like three kids one lady's holding a s- even smaller kid on her waist mm-hmm. and they're dirt fucking poor and the cartel has stepped in to give them uh food and water yeah. Because Mexican government doesn't give a fuck. No. And the ladies say that. They say, yeah, the Mexican government uh, has told us they're coming out here to help us for a very long time. Still, no one has showed up. Yeah. And then they interview one of the families that received the 
resources from yeah. a drug smuggler member and uh and they said they're real worried about what this turns into later on because they, they act like they're helping them now but they know sooner or later they're going to come back and go well we gave you all this shit now we need something in return yeah meaning they're they're scared that they're going to take their children away and make them like killers and shit like that yeah pretty much or whatever to them right Mm-hmm. And they're super worried about it, and, the, and this Mexican lady is explaining it. Her hu- her husband's sitting there just shaking his head, like with this worried look on his face. And I felt so bad for him, man. Like I was like, God, they're just they're literally refugees in their own country, yeah. and it's very sad. Like they're just living so poor. There's no opportunities of any kind other than a, if if you want money that bad, the only opportunity to be had is you join the cartel of some sort. Yeah, in much. your area and That's it's it. sad and they were just talking about how they just like they basically talk how they hate them they oh, hate the cartel they all do they don't like the fact that they're receiving food from them because they know something's bad's gonna happen they think something bad's gonna happen later yeah. like they're gonna want something in return later that's the only reason they do it yep and that's usually their thing like they help you now and they'll find you later and go hey remember that time when i helped you yeah well i need you to help me now here, take this gun and go shoot that dude in the head. If you don't do it, I'll kill you right here. Right? Mm-hmm. Jesus, dude. Crazy. I felt bad for him. I was like, yeah, like, fuck. I was, I was, I was y'all, I would run for the border, too. Right. Like, fuck <laughs> that. They're literally living in dirt. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. how it is. Yeah. It's like, it was sad, dude. <laughs> but, fuck. Maybe one day if you go to Mexico, I'll show you. <sighs> No, I ain't going to Mexico. <laughs> and by the way, like the tourist areas of Mexico, uh, what's his name? There's a guy that used to be part of the Mexican police force some, mm. in one of those towns in Mexico, and he had to fight the cartel. He's been on Rogan's podcast yeah. a few times. What's his name? I forgot his name. Ed but I know Calderon. Him. Ed Calderon. So. And he talks about the importance of having the Second Amendment in fucking U.S. of A. Because mm-hmm. Mexican citizens... It's illegal for them to buy a fucking firearm. And guess what? Now the cartel does whatever they want. That's why fucking the Second Amendment is important. It's not just against tyrannical government. It's it's this crazy nuts that want to control everything, period. That's always the game. Yeah. If you don't recognize that, there's no such thing as life being a Disney World movie. There's always somebody left to fight. There's always somebody trying to oppress another group. Mm -hmm. That's just how it is. Yeah. It, that's why I say it's important to prepare for war. <laughs> like always, yes, always. Be ready. Yeah, uh, but that's why the Second Amendment is so important. And he talks about that on Rogan's podcast too. He's like, he's like one. Of, that's one of the things that should never go away in this country because mm-hmm. Mexican citizens wish they had that. Yeah, a lot of them do. All of them. I would. Say, I would assume all of them. No. I mean, the hell they're going through. There's still some people that are against it. Well, they're For they're, sure. and I guarantee you, they're the ones living in the good areas yeah, that fucking don't deal with the actual reality of the fucking world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck them. <laughs> fucking hate people like that. Yeah, fucking chime in on shit when their life is like fucking like nothing's wrong ever. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they're, it's just you like perfect people. every day. And everything's like fucking brand because everything's super rich around them. They're rich, mm-hmm. you know. It's like shut the fuck up. <laughs> like. <laughs> you yeah, know, I'm get down on this level and try to fucking act like you're against guns. Yeah. Like, you fucking idiot. I think everybody should, you know, have a little, at least three months living with the poor to see how. Yeah, and, how s- and see how organized crime runs them yeah. around. 
Yeah, you have no it's bad right enough that the government's not doing much to help them. Yeah, but on top of that, you got organized crime that's literally running them like slaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. And I, oh, that's the point I wanted to make earlier. Like being an organized crime, period. That's like you're basically a, sl- a high paid slave. Oh yeah, like you're not an independent person ever. No, like you, you do what you're told when it happens. I don't. It don't matter what time it happens. And you can't quit. <laughs> you don't ever say no. You just fucking do what you're told. Or you're going to be part of the bodies being yeah. poured in the fucking ditch. You're and, a slave. Yeah, and there's no, oh, I, gotta, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just going to leave. And a lot of, yeah, them, not. A lot of <laughs> them think that, too, at some point. None of that. No. You're dead. Not, you get killed. If you get killed for just saying that out loud. Like, it's hard to get yeah. out if you ever do. Like, it's practically You're very impossible. lucky if you do. Like, yeah. super lucky. But yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. But uh, that's all I got for today on that shit. I'm, I could probably go a little bit longer, <laughs> but we gotta wrap it up anyways. You get, mm-hmm. What's your final thoughts today, one? Final thoughts. Give us your spill. I'll give the the last story because uh oh yeah okay. In the U.S., there's a there was a company that flew drones that had like high definition cameras mm-hmm. and would take a picture every second. Mm-hmm. So every second it will take a snapshot over a city. Okay. So they tested it out in Mexico, and they were taking pictures of this major city. And then they heard on the news, oh, a cop was killed. We got to find out who it was. And the guy was like, oh, I had my drones up. We can look at it. They go frame by frame, and they see this cop get murdered, and they trace it back. Because they thought it was just two people killing a cop. But no, they trace it back to this specific building. And then they started noticing a lot of vehicles were coming in here. Ooh, moving in and out. Yeah. And they were like, oh. Pushing weight. So they ended up finding it was like a a cartel Mm -hmm. that was stationed there. So they told the Mexican forces. So they go in and they raid and they ended up, you know, taking out a huge cartel in Mexico in that city. Like completely wiped that cartel out? Yeah, because that was their major hub. Wow. Like they saw the little hubs and then the major one in the middle. So they took the big one out and they ended up getting rid of the cartel and that ended up destroying the cartel. Yeah. But you know what happens a lot of times just real quick when you dis- dismantle a cartel, the yeah. surviving members all break off into their own. Yeah. And that's what happened with Guadalajara yeah. and yeah. the aftermath of them. It's pretty crazy. But that, that, that happened and they were like, Oh, we could still do business, you know, cause it was a company like Mexico was like, no, nah, we don't want that. So they came to the U S <laughs> And then did a trial for the U.S. in Chicago. Uh-huh. And then they get a lot of action. It was just a stolen car. And they found it within an hour on where it was stationed. And the people in the U.S. were like, mm, it's an invasion of my privacy, having a drone take a picture of me. But it's not a clear picture of you. It's like a little pixel. Yeah, because like they're so far up, right? Yeah. yeah. And like a car is like maybe four pixels. You only know who that is because based on the location and yeah. what happened there and who, the previous day or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they could trace it back, but the U.S. was like, "No, it's an invasion of privacy. We don't want that here." But meanwhile, the NSA is literally spying on our phones and our yeah. fucking webcams right now. Yeah, no, I mean, did you hear about that about Tucker Carlson? No, the news anchor off of Fox News. He found out the NSA was spying on him. Oh, really? And called him out on it. NSA came. This is what the NSA said, and this uh-huh. is, should worry Americans, because this is what Nazis would say. Back in Germany in the 30s, uh-huh. uh, you're emailing the wrong people. No. 
Yeah, I watched the video of Tucker talking to another news anchor, uh, yeah. Glenn, Glenn Greenwald. He's well-known he's uh, journalist. Mm-hmm. Like he, I think he's exposed. I just know he's really well-known in that in that world. Yeah. But he was explaining to him, he goes, excuse me, but I have the right to email whoever the hell I want. Yeah. It's called, you know, freedom. That's me saying that. But, mm-hmm. dude, that's a trip, dude. An NSA came out and fucking said that to him. Yeah. They they acknowledge that they spy, they're spying on him. Oh, they are. Why? Because he's spreading the truth about the, the hypocrisy of the current administration. Because that's all he's been doing. He's been exposing the hypocrisy yeah. of Democrats, period. And now he's being spied on. What the fuck is going on, folks? Yeah. That is not... That is that is something out of a Nazi fucking cum dream, all right? Wet dream, rather. Which, Jesus, <laughs> I'm getting worked up. <laughs> it's crazy though. We have all this technology, like that drone people, the companies. And I'm for that. No one, no one's up for it. I'm for that, dude. I'm f- I'm even for the surveillance f- uh, cameras on every intersection uh, light pole. Yeah. Like showing sidewalks and stuff, like because dude, they catch like you said, like someone gets robbed or killed, they catch, they they're able to solve that shit quick because they have footage. Yeah, they trace it back. Yeah, and yeah, there is a chance of that being used the wrong way, but at the same time, it can like prevent shit, or you can at least solve shit real quick. Mm-hmm. Like you just explained with the drones, because the uh, England, there's a show on Netflix. I just remember this. My girlfriend was watching it randomly one day, and I sat down and watched a little bit with her. This There's a show on Netflix. I don't know what it's called, so excuse me for that, uh, where they literally showed the crimes they solved through surveillance footage. Oh, okay. And London apparently is like one of the cities of the entire world that's just got a shitload of cameras oh, yeah. everywhere. Like, like they have a whole room of... A team of people working these cameras mm-hmm. and having to like oh, okay hey we we're, we're watching these guys do this and that and we need police you know there like and they they experience crazy shit on the yeah. daily too man and oh, they're doing yeah. good work though like, yeah it's crazy but yeah. one of the concerns for the citizens was like oh what if like my 14 year old goes to the park and ends up you know doing what a teenager does he might get arrested or something yeah i don't want that for him what you're putting that over someone's safety, well, okay. like a girl gets I, this, raped, right. kidnapped. Right, yes, because what happened just two years ago in New York's New York, there was a beautiful young lady, 27 years old, went out jogging in a, one of those New York parks. Mm-hmm. Uh, a young 20-year-old uh, kid decided to beat her, beat her up, rape her, and then choke her to death and left her in the bushes. Could have been tough within days. Yeah. Two days tops. Yeah. Dude, oh, they caught him quick. Yeah, it, that that was so fucking senseless. What the fuck was this twenty year old thinking about? Yeah, I'm so horny. I'm gonna uh, sit in the bushes here and beat the shit out of the next woman and rape her and then kill her, and then that's my, gonna be my life. I just kill women after I fuck them because that's the only way I'm gonna do it. Yeah. There's guys like that. Yeah, everywhere. I mean, you watch those ID channel shows. They they show stories like that like crazy. It's fucking nuts, man. But yeah, but yeah I mean, Put in it probably could have prevented her death if the camera was showing and someone was watching that camera right when she was getting jacked. Boom, instant police force getting sent. Yeah. Probably could have made it in time. Because think how long it's going to take to, like, rape, you know, 
Yeah. And it sounds bad, but like think how the time it's going to take to actually do all that. Yeah. The police unit could have got there. Yeah. And those people usually take their time. They savor the moment for it. Torturous. Yeah. Torturous. But those people need to be killed on sight. I know. I'm sick of this fucking throw them in a cage and feel sorry for them shit. Give them free health insurance. Yeah. Look, don't death food. penalty. That's barbaric. No, it's not. Them torturing your fucking child that you fucking raised for how long? How many years? Yeah. Just went fucking wasted. Crazy. That's torture. Ooh. Ooh. That's painful. That's no. Kill the motherfuckers. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah, my sister watches those shows. Hmm. My two sisters. She was talking about one. I get worked up, dude. <laughs> she she was talking to my sister. And I'm like, how do you talk this so comfortably? Like I was getting worked up in a car. Oh yeah. So saying, you're like me, dude. Yeah. She said like there was one person that was at a hotel mm-hmm. with like a six-year-old and he got a room and raped a girl while he was sleeping the cops were coming in and he said that the guy just to mock the police went back into the room raped her again and then left and my sister and they're like yeah this happened i was like how you and i'm like my i'm like shaking like my blood is boiling yeah I'm you like, want to kill this bitch like no like I think afterwards they got him and he was in jail for life, I think. But no, at that point, like if I see him, like for sure he's dead. Like, I don't care I'm, how I do it. But ugh. I'm telling you, dude, anyone I love gets fucked, fucked with in that manner. Yeah. I'm killing that motherfucker. That's like, crazy. fuck, fuck throw him in a cage, dude. Yeah. Like, only, oh, oh, anyways. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting, we'll we're getting that. worked. Yeah. Yeah. We'll <laughs> <leave with> that. <laughs> yeah. My girlfriend's always got to calm me down when I get mm-hmm. in those moods. But uh, yeah. Well, we'll end it on this one. Yeah, end it. Uh, hopefully that didn't bum anyone out. But that's the world we live in, yeah. and we're all about reality checks here. So yeah, I'll bring some video or pictures of my childhood so you can see how we lived over there. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Don't you have stories of fun looking at dead bodies when you were a kid in Mexico? Yeah, and like my uncle I have stories of my uncle like showing you the spot. No, he got a gunpoint for. For some stuff, uh, you, I wrote some notes on your card. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, I saw that today. What, what the, I wrote, that's what they said to him. <laughs> one of them was motherfucker. No malparido. I, that's what, something. What is that? Narco, I don't know. That's just. A, I looked it up in Google and it gave me all these like random sentences. Oh, it's like. That, uh, but all of them had like some nasty like shit to say towards someone. One yeah. of them was a motherfucker, and I was like, "Is that motherfucker?" No, it's not. But it's like saying, "Uh, you were both wrong. Like your mom didn't." birth you uh, right but it's just a cuss word i guess they use you're like that on the move on a show from what was that other one pablo escobar esta don donde esta la jefa yeah so la my jefa? uncle he was walking home and they, i guess they held him at gunpoint and they were like donde esta la jefa which means where's the, when the jefa could go like your mom like you call your mom oh the boss lady like yeah, where is your boss? Because that's what came up in Google. Yeah, yeah. But if I could mean drugs, oh. And my uncle thought he said, "Where's your mom at?" And he was like, "Oh, she's at the house." And the guys were like, "Oh, okay." And they just left. <laughs> and my grandma was like, oh, "What the hell are you saying? I'm at the house." But they were looking for drugs. Oh were like, shit! Where's the drugs at? And he just said, "Oh, at the house." Like so calmly. But did he say she is at the house? He probably did. No, he's like, oh. At the well, house. at the house. Yeah. Oh, well, man. yeah, she, it would be she's at the house, but. And they probably took her. it as, okay. Oh, he doesn't have anything. Yeah. He said it so naturally, calmly. 
Yeah. Like it was true, but he was thinking about my and grandma. And they, they can pick up on that because yeah. they do it for a living. Yeah. Fucking torturing left. people. But crazy stories though. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. All right. We'll yeah. leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you on the next, next one. time. Adios.